Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, you know when that music sounds, there, there is definitely a cool breeze coming into the locker room. Now, granted, it's pretty cool already in Pittsburgh, so, <laughs> uh, but this is a welcome cool breeze. Of course, as we start the second hour, the power hour segment here we are bringing you jerry dulac who is brought to us by archie's on the south side uh they have game day specials and most importantly the wings are back and they are there <laughs> on game days for you to enjoy and of course all the libation and hydration needs can be satisfied as well at archie's on the south side with a wide assortment of adult and non-adult beverages at your disposal uh jerry how are we doing today max uh, I am fine, my friend. I am especially envious of you. 76 degrees today in the desert. Uh, just a little bit warmer than it is here. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I was offered a 128 tea time today, by the way. Um, oh, please. At, Don't uh, even tell me about Verde. that because I, so. as we speak, I have a, a gap wedge in my hand in the basement just uh, mocking a, a, a swing, if I, if I will. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jerry, as, as somebody who's known you for a long time and knowing that, you know, you, you sometimes uh, you would go to wherever the city's at and play a, a round or two. Did you play any while you're up in Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wolf. In fact, uh, I decided it was it was so balmy up there, I turned around and went home uh, when I got halfway there on, on Saturday. I'll tell you, it was the smartest move I ever made. Really? Yeah, and you know I what's think funny? so. You know what's funny about that? You know what's funny about that, Wolf, too, is I don't know if I told you at the game. You know, we, so the, we left Monday morning, and it was blue sky and dry roads all the way to about five miles from the Hamburg exit. Mm-hmm. And then it was just a little cloudy and damp roads, and we got right to the stadium. Uh, at, I mean, no problem, no backup, no nothing. It was the most painless trip to Buffalo I've ever had uh, in terms of traffic and anything else. Got right in. Plenty of parking at the stadium, which I was worried about. And, right. um, man, I, it, I just I got in there like it was nothing. And so, like I said, smartest move I ever made because if I went up Saturday, uh, that would have been a disaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, You're welcome, guys, for our sacrifice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Friday, completely different. Saturday, completely different. Sunday, completely different. But I'm glad Monday was good. <laughs> um, I, I don't know Jim, how yeah. I don't know how they can withstand another two feet of snow. I, I just, and maybe more. I just don't know how they handle that. And we saw what that stadium was like with the uh, you know they just weren't able to clear the seats and the walkways. And uh, man, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know how they handle uh, another another wave of that. 
Well, what they do is they allow the fans to throw snowballs at the field and at the people on the sideline. <laughs> right, right. As, as I experienced, that, that's how you that's that, that's how you clear. You make sure you have a clear field so that with the snowballs, when they hit the turf, you can see them curling in the sky. And then when they celebrate a touchdown, it's like throwing confetti in the air. Um, that's how they do it. They allow people to have a pretty much a grown a, uh, a grown up snow day. Um, it's like, yeah, hey, and, and, hey and, you guys, know, don't do it in your yard. Fair- do it in the stadium. <laughs> Yeah, and you're a fairly big target, so uh, that makes it a little worse. Yeah, yeah no I, question about it. I was I was not immune. <laughs> Jerry, let me ask you: What was your big takeaways out of Mike Tomlin's uh, season closing press conference? There. Well, if I will tell you that uh, having been around Mike Tomlin from day one, uh, that was the most refreshing, most open, most candid, most insightful press conference he has ever held and I will tell you in all his years and I will tell you this you know at the owners meetings you know a handful of Pittsburgh media four or five of us get to sit down with him in in a casual setting on the record but more casual Mm -hmm. and and oftentimes he's laid back in that one other times he goes into his Tuesday afternoon press conference mode Mm-hmm. But even at that, even in those moments, uh, you know, on the record moments, uh, the way he was yesterday forthcoming with just about everything. Um, yeah, I was um, it was it was very eye opening and enlightening, I would say. What we're I'm just going to jump in back to back here, Max. What do you think was uh, yeah. the couple of top points there that, that you know, you kind of uncovered there? Well. Yeah, Wolf, you know, he settled the contract matter. Not, not though, to me that there was much debate. Um, you know, I knew the Steelers were going to, uh, you know, offer him an extension. You know, I talked to Art Rooney the second after the press conference, and, you know, he didn't want to say much, but he, he at least confer- confirmed again on the right. record to me, yes, we're going to extend them. Um, but, you know, be, talking about, um, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, he's going to be number one, but you know we're going to put offer some uh, competition in camp. Um, you know what he said about willing to say he was going to go outside to hire uh, an offensive coordinator. Mm. Um, you know, saying that uh, there there will be changes on the coaching staff. Not that that's the greatest revelation, because let's face it, there's there's changes every year, right. and we knew there was going to be a change with the new offensive coordinator. Um, just everything, what he had to say about a lot of the people, uh, you know, and then, of course, just just his status. So um, I, I think I think, you know, saying that he was going to go outside to get a coordinator, something they've only done twice in 25 years. If you think about it, if you go mm. backward, they haven't mm-hmm. done it since 2012 with Todd Haley, the last time they went outside. And prior to that, it was uh, 13 years since they went outside then. You know, it goes back to um, um I'm trying to think who was the one. Oh, when the Bill Cowher brought in Kevin Gilbride, I believe, was was the last time. So mm. typically they've just promoted from within. Um, so I, I thought, uh, you know, I, I thought that. And then, of course, the question begs, what are they going to do with Mike Sullivan? I can't imagine that despite the job he did the last four games calling the plays, I can't imagine that a new coordinator – it would just create an uncomfortable situation. You don't want the guy who, even on an interim basis, handled the job for eight games on the staff because then if you start struggling offensively, the fans start, even some of the players start, creating a little faction. Um, 
you know, hey, uh, we, Mike Solomon did a better job than this, and the new guy doesn't need that. So I have to guess, despite uh, how, how well like Mike is and what a great job he does, I have to think that they'll just move on from him and possibly Eddie Faulkner for the same reason uh, as well, even though, as we all know, Mike Solomon was the man calling the plays and, and, and acting as the, the real offensive coordinator. Yeah, now that that is going to be an interesting one. Um, you know, Jerry. Uh, you know, some guys were were kind of called out in this uh, process. I mean, how do you take some of the words that he had for some of the players um, that were kind of, you know, I think Missy put it best, put on notice, so to speak. Um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, that's something that was interesting. Yeah, Max, good question, and I agree. There was an out, and that goes back to what I said about being enlightening. I mean. And one of those is DeMarvin Leal, who was obviously fallen into disfavor in just his second year. That is a big disappointment for them. Um, you know, they were expecting after last year more from him, and it went the other way. And, you know, this is a third-round pick. Um, and, and, you know, he was, uh, what, inactive six of the last seven games, I think. Um, you know, passed by Isaiah Loudermilk, who was last year's disappointment. Um, and I think um, – you know, talking about Presley Harvey, uh, Presley Harvin, um, no question, uh, but saying, you know, he's been inconsistent. Um, you know, he talked a little bit about, uh, he was asked about George Pickens, and, uh, but he wasn't calling him out as much as he's let it be known. He's going to live with his growing pains, and they'll just try to manage him, you know. So um, I think, um, and, and I think, you know, giving the credit to Mason Rudolph, uh, obviously saying they want to resign him. That's no surprise. Um, we'll see how that plays out. We'll see, one, if he gets a better offer in free agency. Um, two, uh, does Mason want to come back? Uh, because, um, you know, they're still might, uh, he still might harbor some bitter feelings over uh, the way he felt he was treated uh, in 2022 in the training camp. I also think Mike Tomlin, when he talked about Kenny Pickett and, and the quarterback position, I think when he said there will be a competition, I think a lot of that is said for Mason Rudolph's sake to, uh, you know, let it be known, you know, you're sending him a little message. It's almost like a sales pitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to have a competition there. And um, other than say, if he said, look, it's Kenny Pickett's job and that's that, well, that wouldn't be a good way to treat Mason Rudolph if you're trying to. It's not the message Mason Rudolph would want to hear if you're trying to resign him. So I found that curious as well. Well, aside from Mason, who are some of the priorities do you think that the Steelers are going to start to prioritize uh, as we head into the offseason here? Well, I think 88 is at the top of the list, Pat Fryermuth, fellas. Um, mm. You know, they'll, they'll try to extend him. Uh, you know, it won't uh, break the bank. You know, Mason Rudolph will be one. Uh, speaking of him, you know, what they'll do is they'll move on from Mitch Trubisky. Um, you know, they can save $11.5 million in real money uh, with Mitch and uh, his dead money. Well, then he'll only count, <clears throat> excuse me, $4 million against the cap. But when you can save 11.5 in real money, that's salary and roster bonus uh, over the next two years, um, you know, and then they'll use that money to, um, to re-sign Mason Rudolph if that works out. So, uh, but I, I don't think there's any question Pat Fryermoose at the top of the list. And, you know, if you look, fellas, at the, at the, at the roster, um, I don't know that there's a full-time starter who is um, 
up for free agency. Uh, now, Miles Killebrew, a special teams captain, I think he'll be a bit of a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'll see him probably get a multi-year deal. I don't know how many, but um, I would start with those three. And you have a couple other guys that they'll make decisions on, you know, Montrevious Adams and whatnot. Um, you know, they'll decide what they're going to do with Patrick Peterson, you know, who's due a lot of money in the second year of his deal. Um, you know, those are some other decisions. But in terms of resigning people, you'll start with, you'll start with Mason Rudolph and Pat Fryermuth. They'll extend him. They'll have to re-sign Mason. And then, like I said, I would imagine Miles Killebrew would be third on the list. Yeah, no, I I, th- I think that's probably pretty pertinent. Um, so as we kind of, because this is the full page turn, so to speak, right? This was the final press conference, and 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 w- you know we won't really get anything from Mike T until you know right before training camp, and then it becomes Omar. Um, wh- what are as far as you know, what you intimated that, you know, there is a contract extension. I mean, do we have an idea of, of time term uh, time frame on, on said extension? Or what, what's the standard practice for the Steelers when doing a contract extension with coaches? Well, Matt, I, I, Max, usually what it's been um, this year was a little different in that it's coming a year out instead of two years out. And typically um, it was – with two years out, they would extend them two years. But I think part of the reason why it went beyond that this time is his last extension was for three years. And I think that uh, the three-year extension came about because the one prior to that one was one year and an option instead of the regular two-year deal. So, and why that came about, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I've never really heard the reason for the option in terms of who wanted it, whether the club offered it or Mike Tomlin wanted it, but that was two extensions ago. So, and typically when it occurs is in the spring. Now they may step up the timetable here a little bit, but you know, Mike Tomlin does have a contract. He's one of the highest top three paid coaches in the league at approximately $11 million. And, um, you know, I don't think, you know, they, he knows he's getting it. The Steelers have told him he's getting it. So I don't know that there's any rush, but typically it happens in the spring. And I would imagine it would be two more years. And so I think uh, they'll, you know, Mike Tomlin will be committed, you know, through with his extension through 2026. Um, and that will take him to 20 years in the league. So, but that, I think that's, I, I think that's the timetable. Max, and, and again, I don't know that the Steelers feel any compelling need. I think, you know, they'll take care of some other matters first, and then probably once things slow down after the draft, then they'll, uh, then they'll make the, um, you know, they'll make the extension um, official. Jerry, what's your opinion on bringing Cam uh, Hayward back? I can't imagine next year without Captain Cam. Well, I agree with you, Wolf. Let me just say something real quickly before I mention about Cam in terms of uh, what, uh, you know, when we were talking about the quarterbacks. Of all people, Mm. of all people, and you can appreciate this, I talked to Isaac Ciamalo the other day Mm. uh, on the cleanup day. And I asked him, I says, what needs to be done to get to the next level? And um, he said they have to resolve the quarterback situation. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised he said that. 
Hmm. Um, because that tells me that there's people who, you know, look, there's some issue as to whether who should be the starting quarterback. And, you know, he lived through that in Philadelphia with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. Right. After Nick's, Nick Foles, Wentz was injured, and Nick Foles took him to the Super Bowl. Right. And in the following year, once Wentz came back, he, of course, was thrown in, in there as a starter, uh, eventually got hurt again, and Foles took him to the playoffs again won a playoff game and be, before they lost. And then the following year, you know, they wanted to sign uh, Nick Foles to pick up his option, and he elected to leave. So, um, uh, you know, that history aside, I mean, I just find it curious that um, Isaac Ciamala was the first thing he said, and it just raised an eyebrow with me that obviously that's something that, you know, the players feel needs to be, to be worked out, and I think what that is in its most basic form is testament to what the team believes or what the players believe, uh, you know, about Mason Rudolph, that he's a guy who, who can win for them. Now, whoops, as, as for Cam, I think Cam has earned the right to figure out what he wants to do, and mm-hmm. by that I mean, look, we've seen the Steelers move on from Heinz Ward and Troy Polamalu, but I think what will happen here. I think Cam has earned the right to, quote, negotiate with them how he wants to, how he wants it to go. And I don't think there's any question he wants to come back next year for year 13 or 14 at age 35. Um, he, you know, he had one, one groin injury. Then he said he injured the other. Then he injured his knee. He played hurt. Right. And I think he could still be effective. But there's no question they'll have to redo his contract. Um He's due $16 million in salary and $22 million against the cap, and there's no way they are going to pay that. So I think it's going to be a little bit of the James Harrison situation. Hey, look, this is what we can pay. But I do think Cam, the type of person he is, the type of player he is, they're not just going to say, hey, look, take it or else. Um, I think they'll come to some agreement. I think Cam's smart enough to know he has to if he wants to uh, play another year. But I do believe they think he can play another year, but they will have to redo that contract, no question about it. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm in full agreement there. And, yeah, I definitely want to see Cam because Cam, Cam is, is, is one of those guys, like you said, when you're talking about leadership and there's a transitional phase with this leadership on the offense side of the ball, at least he's a steadying voice um, in that locker room. And, and that goes to – Without question about how necessitate how how necessary that is um, for the for this really young team offensively, Gary. We appreciate the time. Thanks for dropping by. It has been an absolute pleasure as always. We do appreciate your time throughout the season and uh, and and helping us out coming into the locker room, bring, bringing a breath of fresh air with your cool breeze um, <laughs> every single week. Um, have a great. Uh, rest of your your day and weekend and uh, can we get you sure next the... week? Yeah, ask him, Max. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Jerry, we'll put him on what the spot. What are you doing next week? <laughs> what are you doing next week, bud? One last time. Why you guys? Why you guys got the show one more week? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. We got it till the oh, end well, of the month. Well, then we don't we don't have to say goodbye. Uh, okay. We'll say, um, there it is. We'll say goodbye. We'll say our save our goodbyes for next week, and you can throw this, those same hosannas at me then as well, Max, if you like. You know, so. Um, but I'll be glad. Um, no, I'm around next week. I think the following week I might be heading somewhere where the sun shines a little more frequently and the and the uh, temperature moves up. But oh, uh, Buffalo, sure. No, yeah, I yeah yeah. There you go. But no, I think next week is good for me, boys. 
All right. All right. Awesome. Well, we've, we've got two commitments already, so we'll, we'll, we will see you next week, Jerry. <laughs> we put our guests on on the spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Nothing right, better than right, to put yeah, it in perpetuity. Everybody, everybody can hear. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Jerry, we Anything appreciate it. Anything for you, it. boys. You know that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jerry. Awesome All right, job. All right. Have a great Thank weekend. All right. We're going to step aside. We'll be back with more Inside the Locker Room here on SNR and Fox Sports Pittsburgh. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, so we're going to wrap up this segment here. We're going to move on and talk a little bit about, as we wrap this segment up, (laughs) uh, we're going to talk about the biggest coaster. You know, what is the biggest coaster? And I did a little research, fellas. And I got to see if you can beat this. Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey, the King Dakar, all right, reaches heights of 456 feet. That's over 45 stories high. And this, it speeds up to 128 miles an hour, which it will do in about three and a half seconds. I can't even imagine that. I, I'm wondering if this is a misprint. You know, that that really exists. That's like crazy. They didn't have that back in Denmark in 1583. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. So that's, I don't know if that's the, the, the coaster to, to climb or what, but I know this. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I would probably do it. Would you do it? I think I would do it. Uh, I don't know. I I'm still I am still pretty thrill seeking. You know what I mean. I'm I'm still fairly. See, I'm pretty much seeking, through that part of my life. But I'm not I'm not as gung ho as I was ten years ago. You know, fifteen. Not my twenties. Yes, okay. I'd love. That. Here's a question. Here's a real. Here's a real answer for you, Wolf. And this okay. will give you my age. I would do it. As long as I didn't have to wait in a line to do it. <laughs> if I could oh, just, God. If, Are you serious, right, Max? If I could just walk right up and get on, yeah, no problem. I'm in. Gosh, such a millennial. <laughs> oh. I'm not bougie in many ways, but I don't, I don't like waiting l- l- in lines. L- listen, there was no greater joy. I mean, that's where the line was where you made friends. Yeah, when you were a teenager <laughs> and stuff. I'm 32, you, 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 Max. Exactly. I, I mean, you, you, I don't you need discuss, to make any new friends. I got you, all the friends you, I need. You bond on a whole different level. Uh, and as an adult, you'll find this out as your kids progress in life. When your kids say, Daddy, I really want to go on this, and there is no fast pass available, there is no other means, you learn a different level of entertainment when you have to entertain children. Oh, no doubt. Um, in a line, and the concentration is that of is that of a dandelion fly. <laughs> like the smallest brain you can think of, right? I mean, when you have to entertain them and keep them engaged and let them know that Ugh. you chose this and, and you're going to negotiate right outside of that line yep. for about five minutes, you will promise them everything not to get in that line. And their conviction, their steel trap mind will not allow you the joy of not having to go through this. And then it is now your responsibility from that point forward that you must entertain you must become the court jester to the to the kitty royal court uh from that moment forward as you progress through an hour hour and a half line wait it is 
It, it is a rite of passage, Wes, that you will have to deal with. <laughs> I'm all right with that. I'm just, if I'm going yeah. myself, I, I ain't waiting in the lines, all right? I mean, <laughs> all right. So you, 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 we'll just go in the single rider line. I there mean, we go. You know, that's, right. that's, that's what exactly they have those it. now. Yeah, the single I rider. Like, to, I don't care I where I sit, guys. I movies by myself. That's right. Just get me in yeah. there. Get me out. No problems. All right. So right, favorite, what, favorite let's go on the record now. Who gets defensive yes. player of the year? Oh wow, that's a sharp transition. Yeah, I, you know what? It's Ooh. it's like a, a a right hook. You know, because we got to get mean, back but, on track here. Wait, you know? I thought we were going to yeah, do I mean, favorite is roller there, coaster. Is there any? Oh, didn't you? Oh, wait, didn't, you guys all? didn't give me the. Where, oh, no, we didn't give you those. Wolf, you but, didn't, hey, you let, didn't give but, us your let's favorite stay roller coaster. Steeler, let's stay Steeler oh, specific. I, no, I didn't give my roller coaster either. So okay, yeah. no, I gave what? Kingdom uh, Kingdom King Daka. All right. That's my favorite that I'll never King go on. <laughs> it's my favorite that I'll never go on. Yeah. That is a heck of a disclaimer. Yeah, you know, Max, it's my favorite food that I've never eaten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, what is it? Now that I, I want to try. Wait to have eggplant roll-ups. Oh, wait a second. I don't eat eggplant. <laughs> I just can't imagine getting on anything that's almost that's over 45 stories high. And then it goes 130 miles an hour. That's like I'm just... just a- Outrageous. So, so, okay, where did you read about this? Because apparently you've never written it. Where did you read about it? I, I, I went. Google.com. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. King I, You know, okay, it's in where Six is it Flags, New at? Jersey. So look it up, Six oh, Flags. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, New Jersey? Yeah, it's not far from Philly. Oh, we, okay. we went one summer when I when I lived there. Was yep. King Dakar there? I think so. I'm, fellas, I'm not very good with names. But if you show me, yeah. I, I believe I believe it was. Is there, is, is so there a really, 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 thing. really, really tall really, roller coaster really, that yeah. you really, rode with? Really, really, really yeah. good looking. You know what? I think it was yeah. closed the day we were there. Now that I'm uh, now that I'm now that I'm recalling, okay. this was like 2017. You know what? You know what really scared me? Did you ever go on those giant swings? You know they. they I don't they, like those. They crank you up and they, you know, you get locked in. And all of a sudden that, boom, and it's like oh, a I free thought you fall. meant like the chainmail ones that go around. Oh, no, like no, a, no, the one that. You, oh like, yeah, pull no, you those back. those are the, those are creepy. Those are creepy swings. I hate those that. The, the thing I hate about that was you, the you're, slingshot. Is yeah, that what you're talking no, about? No, 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 no. It's. Well, I don't know. It's like they, a they swing. Have, they, they, have, they have like they have like social media videos where people are passing out on them. <laughs> it's like down in like Florida. Of All course, I it would be in Florida, right? This, like, it it's like, it's Florida, like on our yes. midway row. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But the point is you get cranked all the way to the top in, in, in the tower, and then it releases and you swing, you know, back and forth. Yep. That thing, yeah. Yeah. that's pass. nightmarish. Hard oh, pass. That, yeah, no. I did that one no. time, and I'm thinking to myself, the fat guy is going to fall out. Touch is skinny. He's next to me, right? He's going to be fine. I'm going to be the one going, ah! You got more cushion <laughs> yeah. for the landing, at least. Yeah, that is true. That is true. From, from uh, like 300 feet up, no, it ain't happening. But I, I have done that before. I have done it. Okay, here's have one of the you? things where I can actually admit to this. Okay. I've done those because I'm in Orlando where all those places are. Okay. Where it's like, yeah, safety regulations optional. Uh, and, like, your buddy's running the ride. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> I'm like God. I was like, how do, how do we trust? How do we trust a stoner guy with amusement rides? You yes, know, um, I know. No, no, it's like, no. It's like, it's like it's like hiring Shaggy from Scooby Doo to to run this ride. Oh, like, zoinks, like, keep I, your feet inside the car at all times. Yeah, I'm looking for Scooby snacks. Anybody got any? No, 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 we don't. Yeah, exactly. Was, yeah, but I mean, but so I did it with my buddies in high school. Okay, and. It was a three-person thing, and you had to kind of lie flat on it, <clears throat> and it cranked you all the way up, and you're sitting there, and I'm like, man, this is the worst. And I'm in the middle, of course, and I got yep. my two buddies who are smaller than me right. uh, on the outsides, and and we're up there, and I'm just like, 
I cannot believe this is the way I'm going to go out. <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, nothing. Nothing. Don't nothing, worry about never it. Never mind. It's going to be great. This is going to be great, guys. This is going to be great. <laughs> and then the, the it, it's what gets you is it's the feeling of zero gravity and you feel like your impending doom is coming as you go crashing towards the, the earth, right? It's, it's like, you know, I, I'm like, I see now why astronauts, you know, have to be completely like the best of the best mental toughness has right. to be off the charts because as you're hurtling at a high velocity that only increases closer to the ground because of gravitational pull, um, it is, it is, it is the scariest thing I've ever done. That's why I will never skydive. You will no. never nope. see Max saying, Hey, nope. you know what? I'm gonna jump out this perfectly good plane nope. because I want to hit the earth with my feet first instead of the wheels of the plane. Absolutely not. Never nope. said by me, never will be nope. said by me. And, uh, so you, you it's about, I want to say about three seconds, but the three seconds feel like, like three hours yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and you feel zero, like zero G's. Like there's no gravity. You don't feel anything that gives you a sense of security <laughs> as you're falling down. Then at the last second, you get this, like just the ultimate, like seat belt getting stuck when you hit a stop type of moment where you, wow. everything just compresses up against the safety harness and then you swing and then you go back and forth. And I'm just like, after the after the third back and forth, you're like, please just make it stop. Just get me off of this thing. And you're like complaining. Everybody else is screaming with excitement. I'm like, I am done. I am an emotional wreck right now. I can't do anything for the next 30 minutes. I need a slushie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's, what's your favorite so coaster? You guys will actually like this. I've just made a, uh, a very nostalgic discovery for me. My favorite roller coaster, I don't know if you guys remember, there used to be not far from Cedar Point in Ohio as well, too. There used to be a park for a long time. Called, it was Six Flags for a while. It was Geauga Lake for right, a while. Yeah. It closed down in like 2011-ish, like I want to say a little over a decade ago, because they just couldn't compete with Cedar Point, right? But well, you had Kings Island too. You had Kings yeah, Island as well too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Ke- you know, Kennywood's not—it's only like 90 minutes away from here. Um, and yeah. so my dad and I would always try and do a weekend when I was growing up over the summers, where we'd do one day at Six Flags in Ohio, and then the next day at Cedar Point. You know what I mean? Or right. Cedar Point, yeah. and then and then Geauga Lake. And at Geauga Lake. There was a ride called Batman Night Flight, okay? Because at this time, Ooh. Six Flags was all under the Warner Brothers umbrella. So all the rides there were Batman, Superman, all different right. Looney Tunes type yes. type things, you know? So this ride was called the Batman Night Flight, and I was like 10 years old, 11 years old, and it was like the biggest ride at the park. And my dad, every summer, would be like, come on, we're going on it. And I would chicken out because I was so young. And then finally, when I was like 10 or 11, whatever, I went on it with him for the first time. And I loved it. And we rode it like eight straight times. <laughs> that was my favorite roller coaster. And then the park closed, like I said, in 2011. And I was really bummed out. Well, get this, guys. I just was doing a little research here online. Yeah. King's Dominion, which is an amusement park outside. It's in northern Virginia, like, you know, okay, like, yeah. like 60, 70 uh-huh. miles outside of D.C. Been there. Love it. King's oh. Dominion. Same here, Max. It's been a while, but I've, I've yeah. been there once before. Um, the King's Dominion purchased that ride from Geauga Lake and renamed it the Dominator. So it is now currently at King's Dominion in Virginia. It's not called oh, Batman oh. Night Flight anymore, but it's the same. I'm looking at pictures of it. It's the same ride, just mm. called the Dominator now. So I now have a new goal. 
either some point this summer or maybe next summer like some point, new trip. i gotta go to i gotta go to, uh, <laughs> i gotta go to king's dominion now and uh and ride my old favorite ride it still exists i'm i'm very happy there to find go. this out all right Probably do it during one of your grateful dead pilgrimages <laughs> All right, have we Scratch. covered everybody? Disappear to the woods. Did we cover three, everybody's? Uh, uh, that's uh, July. That's July, Max. Wolf, Roller coaster. Wolf, yeah, that? exactly. Wolf, I have not said mine. Okay, let's what? let's get you, to we that. We only got two, two people. I tell you what, he's stepping on toes, yeah. Max. I'm not Wolf, stepping Wolf on toes. is just I trying forgot. to get to the break. You're trying to get to the break, Wolf. You Let know the break it. go. <laughs> We, 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 where we go, we don't need no stinking brakes, okay? You know, we, I we just you. We blow I past you. those. It's like a speed limit sign. You know, I, it, it, I was it's, it's suggested and recommended, but not enforced. Okay, exactly. <laughs> so tell me about your roller coaster. Okay, thank you for asking, Wolf. I'm so glad you asked this question. This is so great. <laughs> um, so I, I, have, I have two that I'm going to recommend. First one, I, which... Well, you know, I kind of I kind of prefaced earlier in the show when I was talking about my top amusement parks. Um, the Velocicoaster at Islands of Adventure opened about two years ago. Ooh. I was there. I was there during the opening week just by random chance. I was had my football camp there mm-hmm. and it just had, you know, and so I usually take the family to a trip afterwards for dealing with me for a week as as I'm doing all of all of my service and you know, gallivanting around all five counties in central Florida, trying to, uh, try right. to do charity work and they just got to deal with my schedule. Um, but, uh, we went and it was, the ride was like ridiculously long, but I was like, we got to ride it. The girls, they saw it as we were walking up to, you know, cause you could preview and see how, and they heard the screams. My girls were shook. They were like, absolutely <laughs> not. This is not happening. You know, Quincy meltdown, Waverly meltdown. <laughs> so we're like, oh god, okay. So we're gonna. So I was like, all right, why? all right, hon. Here's here's the deal. Here's how we're gonna do this. We're gonna go through the single rider line, but we're gonna do the child swap. Ooh. So the child swap room is where you know family can sit, one can ride, the other one stays with the child, and then they switch off so that the parents okay. can still ride the roller coaster. Right. If the kids are either too small, too scared. Um, and so they have like this room, um, you know, like a little entertainment room. It has like it had like PBS kids, you know, playing in the room to kind of calm kind them of down. Yeah. Da- well, and also to dampen the screams. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so so we do it. Tip, uh, my wife Tip Tip does it first, and she comes back, and she, you can see her eyes are just bugged. That she loves, you know, she loves roller coasters just as much as I do. Uh, and she's like, oh my, I, she's like, I hope you can fit. I was like, thanks, thanks. <laughs> <honey."> uh, <laughs> and so, so we, so then we swap out, and I get on this, and you kind of like sit into it where it's like this seat, but then you have like this over harness that straps like into your, and then you have shoulder straps on top of that. Right. So shoulder straps, not a problem. It was, it was going to be getting over my knees first, because that's one of the things that always gets me is, you know, the femur length for me right. being at my height, um, you know, is always an issue. And so like, even for like space mountain stuff, like I have to do crisscross applesauce, sit sideways, depending on it. So I get into this and I'm like, okay, I don't know how safe and secure I feel. And this thing has like double corkscrews. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're going to pray here. This is this is my moment. Jesus, keep me in this chair. Um, yep. I get in. It clicks. It's green. We're good. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna ride this ride. And when I tell you, it is nonstop, like just speed that has accelerators built into the ride as well. And 
so you're not only getting the natural force of when you drop and corkscrew and do all this stuff and loop de loops, but then they have they have they have the little the wheels, the spinning wheels. So when you hit certain areas, boom, it shoots you even faster. Right. But you do you do this double spiral over the water um, and like the man-made lake there in the middle of the park that I mean you could feel the water flapping if, if ducks were swimming away like like that's how close you get it is it but it is one of the most thrilling fast-paced rides ever I mean I love it and then the, the funny thing we take the girls a year later and they're all about the ride they want to do it multiple times so we're like trying to figure out fast pass and you know, it was like, we'll do child swap, but then, you know, we'll say it's just for one kid. And so the other kid can ride, you know, we, we were like figuring out how to get on this ride. So we ended up riding it twice the second time. But my favorite roller coaster, bar none, um, domestically. Now we go international. And this is where my other one is. Ooh. So I'm Old a Disney guy, right? Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a Disney guy, you know, through and through, born in Orlando. So I'm the land of Mickey Mouse, right? And I've been on both of the space mountains so the space mountain in california is a lot different than the space mountain that's really? in orlando yes they're two hmm. separate coaster uh seats okay so the one in california is a two by two where you sit next to each other and has three rows um the one in orlando is a single like a sled where it stacks singles three 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 in a pod so it's a different you know what i'm saying so it's different so it's a lot smaller um, and more more streamlined. So I could fit in the one in Orlando just fine because I sit in the third seat and it's open on the side so I can put my legs down the side so I don't have to worry about it and then strap in and I can ride the ride comfortably. In California, I, it's a two-by-two two seat that has the fixed, you know, backboard in front of you. So I have so I have to get <laughs> have to get in the handicap line <laughs> and, and you go, you sit, you wait and and they have to pull the cart off the track and then I have to then like like accordion myself in. So I'm almost riding like sideways in this row. I'm the only one that can ride in the back row, right? But I'm like folding myself like a pretzel just to get on. So it's a, it is completely uncomfortable and ridiculous. But because I have FOMO and I don't want to miss out on it, even though I've been on this ride, you know, like 50 times, I still go through this process of literally putting myself in pain to ride this roller coaster. You're out of your well, mind. You are. I know. But fast forward. I went to Disneyland uh, Europe or D Disneyland Paris, and their Space Mountain is absolutely phenomenal. It's kind of got like a steampunk type of type Ooh. of vibe to it. It's a little bit different the way they get to it, um, but the most amazing of the Space Mountains is right there in Paris. And we hmm. stayed like two two train stops from it. Didn't know it when we booked it because we were taking the girls there for spring break, and I was like, oh, we got to go. And, and guess what? It's cheaper. Mm. It's cheaper than anyone in the U.S. Ooh. I was like, wait a second, hold on. And you get two parks. <laughs> that I was just like, makes sense. I was like, I was like, okay, what back page, you know, shady website did you get these tickets? He's like, no, this is from the park. I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, and and the and the French fries there, Wolf, the frites. Mm. Oh my gosh, they put they put any French fry to shame. I mean, that I've had in an amusement park. Ooh. It was absolutely delightful, and they had like the aiolis and the dipping sauces. And it was like it was like three fifty. I was like, "What?" I was like, "This is this is this is this is insane." I was like, "So it was like going to the Masters where you're like, oh, everything's two dollars." I was like, "No, I mean, there, for yeah, sandwich. the Disney swag, of course, is still going to be Disney pricing, but the food. I was really surprised at the admission price and the food, and it had the best Space Mountain 
Uh, so Space Mountain in Paris, best international roller coaster. Even though Turtles Crush grew, they got a turtle one from uh, Finding Nemo. That's pretty cool. It's a spinning shell roller coaster where you have four, but you face two and two back to back. That spins the entire time. Kind of like the Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy uh, ride at Epcot. But um, it, yeah, so I, I, like I said, I had to take the time to talk about this because it, it was phenomenal. I got to go it now. Was, Amazing now. Yeah. I gotta go better so, than, you gotta go to the bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. All right. We gotta, that we gotta hang this up for the moment. We'll be back with more. Yeah, exactly. After this. This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on Fox Sports Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, bell lap time here in the locker room. Friday edition of the early lunch warning system brought to you by Wesley Euler. Um, we are we are the end of a week. <laughs> End of a week where we don't have football this weekend, Wolf. We will, I will not be seeing you or Wes this weekend. It's bizarre. Um, you know, what, what do you guys have planned? What's, what's on tap for the weekend? You know, is the honey-do list? Is it child sporting events? What what, what do we got, guys? What, what, what are we doing? You know, um, for me, it's all about um, I'm going to be a sloth. <laughs> you there know? we go. I, got, I, I want to be a professional sloth for a weekend, you know? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. What about you, Wesley? Well, Max, you'll be proud of me. I'm babysitting tonight. I'm letting my wife have a much-deserved GNO, girls' night out, with uh, two of her friends. And, uh, Very nice. And on Sunday, I am going to play myself about four or five hours of pond hockey until my legs fall off. <laughs> okay, so you're, so, you're doing so, a little so quid pro quo there. Yep, and Saturday yes. we'll lay around and we'll all be lazy together and hang out and, you know, spend some family time. And then Sunday, pond hockey till, from about noon until the football game starts. Well, I'm going to get churchified and go to New Life, baby. There you go. Then we're going to start the day go. off. You betcha. And yeah, uh, I, then after that, Max, I don't know, maybe we'll go to I, I get, head out to Sushi Bomb. Remember sushi that Sushi Bomb. I was wondering if a Sushi oh, Bomb yeah. visit was in your imminent future. Oh, that could be good. Listen, oh, listen. Yeah. Wolf and I did damage at Sushi Bomb, by the way. We, we did. Uh, we did absolute damage. Uh, I tried I tried just about everything. I, I, he did. I Literally. Want. Literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Max Because it's a buffet, everything. right? So why not? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Max, also, I think we've talked. You're a Nikki's Thai kitchen guy, right? Haven't we had this conversation yes, I before? Am. Yes, yes, we have. Yep. So since my, my. I have tried the Thai hot. My wife does not have many flaws in life, but one of them is that she does not like Thai food. And so oh. I'm picking up some Nikki's Thai kitchen on the way home later because when, while Ooh. she's having her girl's night out, oh, I'm going oh, okay. to have some I'm gonna have some chicken tikka masala, baby. All right. Ooh. Wait, Ooh, wait, wait a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Thai food, but you're about to order Indian? Here. Oh yeah, that's a good this. point. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. We have to talk about this. Sorry, yeah, I was no, thinking. Okay. I was thinking Tamarind, different restaurant. I know, the, yeah, yeah. You were thinking about Tamarind. I was. I was like, wait a second. I was thinking about Tamarind. You going to Tamarind or you going to Nikki's Thai? Which one are we going to? Yeah, no, I'm going to get some curry. I'm getting some curry, baby. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, thank you. Sorry, Max. I was so excited. I got my fingers crossed. My boy, my boy, Max got home from from two weeks in India. Or I went to. We went to India. One of the things he he comes back. He goes. My stomach's a little uh, feeling a little weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I, oh, I, I love know. Indian food. I yeah. love Thai food. But here's the, the thing. Oh, yeah. On their way back, they had to wait on the plane for four hours because the smog was so heavy in New Delhi that they they couldn't take off. Wow. 
Oh, That's crazy. Man. Sounds like some Buffalo yeah, stuff. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least they took off. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't true. get canceled while being uh, on the flight. Um, no, I, yeah, that's why I said, cause Nikki, Nikki's pet, like Nikki's tie. I, I, I get, I get the, I get the shrimp and beef pad yep. CU. Oh, the and pad CU. That, and, yeah. Yeah. And then I do, I do that. I do that tie hot. And then of course my wife, um, usually does the, the, the shrimp pad tie. And Ooh, she just gets oh, really that's good. Ooh, the pad tie. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And you got to get the spring rolls with it. Got to get the spring yeah. rolls. Okay. Real truly, quick before we go. All right. Who, who do you think, how does the defensive player of the year stand up? I got to go. I'm going to go. A TJ, then it's going to be Micah, then it's going to be Miles Garrett. What do you think? I I I I will take that same order because yeah, there's no way TJ Watt gets denied. There's there's no can't way be. you had the most be. sacks, and also you had the most. You know you you were up there with the I think tied for the most pressures, tackles, and everything. I mean he's just... <laughs> tackles, TFLs. He had more interceptions, right? Yep. Um, and fumble recoveries. Um, so, yeah, no, there, there's no way. His, his stats were insane this year. Um, so, yeah, no, TJ is definitely number one. I'll, I'll, I'll give a nod to Micah as number two and Miles, distant third. There you go. In the greatest robbery in Pittsburgh sports since they gave Wayne Gretzky the MVP over Mario Lemieux in 1994. Wow. They're going to give it to Miles Garrett. I'm not saying uh, I agree with that. I'm not saying my pick, but that's who it's going to be. Gosh, Don't I shoot know. the that, message. That would just completely. That would completely suck too. Yeah. Um, and and I and will then be depression in Vegas. Set in. <laughs> and then depression set in. Um, so yeah. So well, we we shall see. As NFL Wait, when honors, you going to Vegas? Right? Before we go here, what you, what's oh, this Vegas trip? Uh, su- Super Bowl week. Oh, because uh, okay, I'm working. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I got to. You know, I have to do my my normal my other. Of my other 13 jobs. Um, <laughs> you got 13 jobs. 13 jobs, man. Yeah, 26 so half jobs, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good one. That, that's an inside joke we have, guys, uh, in case anybody was lost in that process. Um, but, yeah, I, SXM, I got I to do NFL radio, and um, I have to do college sports radio. So I'll be out on Radio Row uh, for the week, and then – I have to do uh, that Super Bowl Monday night that used to be Tuesday media day back mm-hmm. in the day is now Monday night like the preview where both teams come in. So mm-hmm. I do the I handle the uh, on the ground interviews. Ah, that. very nice. good, so, nice. Yeah, well, so so I'll be there. I'll be in Vegas working. Good for and, you, uh, buddy. I like that. And then pretending to work the other times that I'm not really working. So <laughs> it'll, it'll 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 be a fun time. I'll see I'll see Bert out there because Bert goes out and works. So it'll be a good time. Uh, also, uh, this weekend is all club volleyball, buddy. I, okay. I got volleyball yeah. dust till dawn Saturday and Sunday. I'll be out at this place called Bell Bank Park, um, and it'll it'll be the kitty volleyball mecca um, of Arizona. <laughs> so I have to get there at like seven thirty. I have to drop my daughter off by seven thirty in the morning. It's like a forty five minute oh, drive. Gosh. It's could be miserable, but this is this is the life, guys. Yes. Love it. <laughs> I'm just happy I could be there. I'm actually really excited about go. getting to watch my daughter play. Heck so. Yeah. It's going to be a good weekend. All right. With that, we have now sufficed for the week. And we will see you all on Monday. Same black and gold channel. Same black and gold time. He's Craig Wolfley. I'm Max Starks. Of course, we got Wesley Euler on the ones and twos and the threes and the fours. And then we got CJ somewhere roaming around that building, still up in the upper quadrants, finding squirrels and ninjas um, alike. and Or gremlins. I'm sorry. Gremlins. He is a ninja, and he's finding gremlins. Um, and then, of course, the sensei, Brian Lamartine, that keeps us all together. All right, y'all, go make it a great day and a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.